Welcome back to another episode of the Nutrition Spot Podcast. Today we have a deep episode. We're going to talk about what to do if you start to gain weight when you are first starting your food freedom or intuitive eating journey. Yes. We want to talk about this because honestly, if you look through our Instagram DMs, this is like the most asked question, I swear. I have like multiple ones a day. So um, even though it's, again, like I feel like talking about weight gain seems so taboo in the food freedom world, we need we need to talk about it because it's a fear that people have or it's something that many women experience at the beginning of their food freedom journey for many different reasons. And it can be, it can make or break it. How you approach that initial weight gain, if it happens to you, can make or break your food freedom journey majorly. Majorly in so many different ways, right? It can make your journey much longer. It can stop your journey. It can (laughs) create the worst nightmare experience. If, if, anyway. So I think we want to talk about types of people. Yeah, of- like let's talk about maybe why some people do experience weight gain. Yeah, Again, we want to say some because weight gain isn't uh, the not everyone experiences weight gain when they start intuitive eating and food freedom. It's just it's some people, not everybody. So the people that we see often that mm-hmm. do experience weight gain come from a couple of different backgrounds. One of them is like your background, like major restrictor, under eater, dieter, dieter, who is metabolism is just like rock bottom. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that, of course, as we've talked about in our previous podcast episodes, our our body needs to heal. And so the weight gain is part of the healing process in the intuitive eating journey. So it's absolutely necessary in that situation. So very, very often for tight restrictors, people that are coming in um, maybe not even under their ideal or like their natural weight, but just even just many years of restriction, their body does not trust them. Like Nikki was saying, their metabolism is really low. Weight gain um, is going to happen in that situation. It's not permanent. It's just yeah, I was going to say that too. Like when we <laughs> talk about this whole podcast, we, yeah. we want you to know that like the one of the, I guess we're saying this a little bit early, but one of the biggest things you tell yourself is this isn't the end result. and and that's we we can be so catastrophic with our thinking especially if we come from a dieting history where if if something if an outcome is happening that we don't really want we like go down a spiral of like this is it this is forever you know when and you really have to stop that thinking because just you you need to think of food freedom intuitive eating as a journey Mm -hmm. it is not like set in stone whatever whatever happens in the first couple weeks is not what your life is going to look like even two months down the road even a year down the road like it's constantly evolving and so it is literally like a drip in the pond of your food freedom journey your first couple weeks so it is not the outcome Mm -hmm. and then the other kind of eater that may gain weight during learning first starting intuitive eating is someone that how would you define this like they're going they have all the eating overeating drivers yeah I would say it's someone who has a lot of food rules maybe they're not a restrictor per se 
but their relationship with food is low. Like they have a lot of fear. I can't eat carbs. I shouldn't be eating gluten. Sugar is bad. You know, I, I can't keep treats in the house. I'm not the type of person who can go to restaurants and, you know, not overeat. Think Like there's just a lot of rules around their eating and they they need to use these rules to stay in control. Even if they're not restricting, they feel very much like if they don't have food rules, then they're very out of touch with their eating ability and often overeat and often maybe even binge or, um, you know, if they, if they eat, they're the type of people that maybe if they eat some chocolate, they throw in the towel for the day and their whole day goes to chaos because mm-hmm. of the food rules. And so when they start their food freedom journey and they get to the point where it's, where we're like, okay, you have permission to eat all foods. Let's do some food habituation where you learn how to gain trust back with those foods. It can be a very much like a, a, a moment in their time where they're in an overeating because they've gone from fearing those foods and never allowing them to fully allowing them. And because they haven't done, they're not at the point where they have trust with food and all foods neutral and all the underlying stuff that we help with, they are eating a little, they're eating more than their body wants in those moments to gain back that trust. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a third type of person then. Okay. Because I hear what you're saying. I think, and you're, you're saying in the fact that like they're in our world. Right. And I was also thinking about a third type of person where they're not with us and they're doing this journey on their own and they have the, we have many clients are like, yeah, no, my food freedom isn't, I have too much food freedom (laughs) in the sense of like, they have these deep, overeating drivers that they're already aware of, but they have no interest in restricting. They're just like, oh, you know, like, why am I the one that just like always wants to eat? And it's because they have the overeating drivers. And so if they are like, okay, this food freedom, intuitive eating thing sounds great. It's about permission. So I'm just going to give myself more permission. Um, Then anytime one of those like non-true physical hunger drivers lights up, inside their body or brain, they're just going to have even more unconditional permission to eat being driven by non-true physical hunger. And so right, they would just go on this journey of <clears throat> eating, right? And when they yeah. have to, they're not repairing. And I feel like this happens to so many people. They're not repairing the driver. Food freedom is p- painted as like, just listen to your body give yourself permission. It'll all work out. Love your body. All great messages. However, if they're anything like you and myself and our, our clients, they have three different distinct eating drivers. Like we just talked about that. Um, we really help our clients walk hand in hand to like repair these drivers, the significant ones within the first four weeks, the, the, the other ones within the first eight weeks. And so that journey is very efficient. There's not a lot of weight gain, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you like are relating to any of those type of eaters, we want you to know this is what you need to do. (laughs) As scary as it is, like the very first thing you want to do is try to neutralize any of those fears because 
if you let the fear of weight gain, let's say you start gaining some weight and then it gets in your head, right? Because that's what happens. Of course, we've been trained or, you know, we've been trained and conditioned to believe that weight gain is the worst thing in the world. And so then you start second guessing, you start wondering, did you make the right decision? And you kind of, what happens for a lot of women, again, that aren't in our world, but doing food freedom in in their own time is then they kind of are like a little bit in and a little bit out of the journey at the same time. They really want food freedom to have permission to eat all those foods, but because they're in a state, like Shana just said, where they're eating for non-hunger triggers, they don't have full peace with food, they don't really understand their hunger fullness yet, all the things, and you're in an, a state of overeating in that first part of the journey, then it's it's scary. You're not feeling good. You're you're freaking out, and you're you're not seeing the progress in the food freedom. And you can really sit when we talked about prolonging the journey. If you do that, where you're like one foot in, one foot out, and you're kind of wavering, that weight gain area could be a lot longer and a lot bigger. And again, we're not saying that's bad because weight gain isn't bad, but if you don't want to experience that long-term, longer term, (laughs) I don't know what to say. It's not whatever it is going to be for you. Then you really need to put two feet in and, and put the weight as the inventors of intuitive eating would say on the back burner, as much as you can put it on the back burner. And we wanted to talk about some things that you can help kind of neutralize what you can do to kind of like neutralize that fear of waking, like some thoughts you could have. Mm-hmm. I just want to say too, like I, if you, if you don't want that to happen, like Nikki's saying, I just want to continue on that sentence, like put the weight concerns on the back burner and learn the tools, learn the tools right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> learn the tools. Right. And that's what we're saying is that this will not be a long, lengthy weight gain journey for you if you have the intuitive eating tools. Yeah, I wish I had known that. <laughs> my yeah. journey, absolutely. So, but you also reframed, and that's what we want to talk about. Like you also, at the same time, we need to reframe how we what we think about weight gain, because yeah. if we think it's the worst thing in the world, and we think it's our biggest fear of life is happening when we gain weight. We're not, we're not getting to food freedom like we really could. Like you're not going to experience the amazingness of food freedom like you could if you really reframed what you thought of about weight gain. You're going to have a, a weird version of food freedom where you're still very much in your head asking yourself, am I actually hungry? Should I eat this? <laughs> right? That's not the end result based, we want for yeah. you. Yeah. Based we, on body. Based on body, Right. So yeah, Nikki's right. So absolutely, I had to reframe. I'm so grateful for really going all in and just seeing what would happen. Because I was at a point in my life where I had restricted for so many years. And after allowing myself to eat according to what my body wanted, it felt amazing. That freedom was unreal. The weight gain sucked in so many ways because my I had practiced years and years and years telling myself that weight gain was the worst thing that could happen. So I had discomfort in my mind. I had like health and healing in my body. 
So it was a bit of a struggle. And so I got, my heart was saying, just keep going, just keep going, see what happens. And since I had the intuitive eating tools and I was giving myself that space to just see what would happen, I was listening to my body. I was leaning into what it was asking, finally, (laughs) for once in my life. Um, I'm so grateful I did that because I learned so many things about myself and my body. And I finally got to the point where I could see this whole other world that was completely blocked by my previous mentality on food and bodies. And I really, really, really pushed it to that point where I'm like, my brain saw that I would not, we always say it won't die, but like our brains are like so afraid. Like it was one of the biggest fears in my mind that I would get weight gain. And when I went to that point and I got to that point that my brain feared the most and everything was still okay. People still loved me. I could still do the things that I loved. I could still dress the way in a way that made me feel good. Um, So many things. Then my brain was like, oh, it's not so bad here. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It's like a you have to heal from these untrue statements that we believe are true based on how we look. Like, I won't be loved or I won't be successful or whatever it might be and a lot of our clients that are even starting their food freedom journey because I know you might guys might look at us and be like oh whatever you guys gain some weight whatever you're still in smaller smaller bodies bodies. but we have women in all shapes and sizes in our program who experience that same outcome they have the same fears Mm -hmm. as as you did in different bodies and they're in different bodies And even lots of them have sat down with their partners and their husbands and been like, I'm nervous that, you know, if I gained some weight, you're not going to love me. And Mm -hmm. there has not been one husband that's been like, you're crazy. Oh, wait. (laughs) And in the healthy relationship, you know, the health, the ones. And so actually, Uh I do want to speak to that. And and it's not like I didn't experience those painful things that my brain also feared. Um, and yes, it's thin privilege, absolutely. But people mm-hmm. still commented, you know, on like, oh, you know, like, yeah, you, have you gained weight? And at, that was a painful thing for my previous version, Shana, to hear because that was one of the things that I really made up in my mind that would be terrible because my identity was really based around mm-hmm. looking a certain way. And when yeah. I all of a sudden didn't look that way and people were identifying with me differently, shattered identity shattered. And what I'm saying, like, these are all ego-based things. These are all up in our head. And I'm so grateful that these things happened to me in the sense that like they, I had to shatter that false identity that I had made up in my mind about myself. And further to that, when the worst thing and painful, like that painful, those, and again, I don't know, there's a lot of thin privilege here. Um, And this has only happened like occasionally. And I know a lot of people have a lot of really painful history with people criticizing their bodies. For me, it was my brain realized life keeps going. And now what, what do I, where do I want to go from here? For me, it was like, I do not want to keep dieting. I do not want to go back to restricting. I want to keep going on this path. And that's what I'm saying. Like when I made that decision to be true to myself, 
this whole other world opened up in the sense of like, I feel like we're just, it's happening at the best time right now. Because it's like a new era of people just saying yes to themselves, loving their bodies, healing the relationship with food. And I'm so grateful that I really did push it all that way to, to kind of just open my mind to that and see it. Yeah, exactly. Because like, these are hard conversations to have around these fears and this ego and, and everything. Um, and I want to, yeah, no, sorry. I was just saying what our clients and we come and we come from a place and we talk about uh, different body sizes as we come from what our clients experience and what they've communicated to us. And, you know, they've spent when trying to neutralize these fears and reframe their thoughts around weight gain, they really, they were like, I've spent the life trying to shrink myself and do the diets and it didn't improve my life long term. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yes, we can all say that those first couple of diets when you lose some weight can be really exhilarating and you do you get that external validation that we're looking for but we're not we're not healing the inner child the inner part of us that's struggling we're we're just excited because of the external right like it's it's the truth but once as you go along and you guys know from our podcast it gets harder and harder and harder and it gets to a point where you're you're giving up so much of your life to try and be a little bit in a small, like in a bit of a smaller body. And it's so all encompassing. It takes over your whole life with the food rules and the think obsessive food thoughts and whatever, whatever it is that um, trying something different, you know, like just letting go of all that and leaning into that fear, which it's as scary as it is, but the what you get when you come out of it, you know, like all the stuff you gain back in your life and healing that innerness and realizing what I'm trying to say is like realizing that that fear was so false that the little bit of weight gain you might experience at the beginning of the journey was actually so worth all of the amazingness that comes that comes with it. I don't and think I, I said that right, but... I think you say it well. And the clients who are, we work with who are not in supportive environments, you know, non-supportive husbands, mothers, sisters, friends who are critiquing them every single step of the way, they, when we talk to them, they're like, I'm doing this for myself. They know in their heart and their mind and their intuition that this is right for them. And it's so painful for them to be not understood by the people around them. But like, yes. damn, damn, they're so brave. I'm getting chills. Like, they are yeah. the people that are going to change the world. They are ending this vicious cycle by saying, screw you. <laughs> like, I'm doing this for me. I'm getting chills because that's yeah. hard. It's so hard. And they also realize once they have healed and they know that they're doing this for themselves and they... They can see those comments for mm-hmm. what they are now, no. that they're not really about them and they're all about that person. And um, they can see that they will always be there, no matter what their relationship, if they were dieting, if they weren't dieting, you know, like those people are always 
going to be negative Nancy's because that's just what their brain does and how they were conditioned. And, and though our clients can't, they know they can't control what other people say and do. And so they are taking the power back to themselves. It really is. They do take the power back because the, when they get on the calls, it goes from feeling like pain and like a shame about themselves. Honestly, you guys, the journey ends up being, they start seeing these people like that. How do I say, I don't want to sound rude, but they cut, they're kind of embarrassed for the other person when they start telling, Oh my gosh. And then they said this. And because they start to see, they start to exit that. Like, shall I say this? The old matrix, the old story of how we were operating and they come out of it and they're like, Holy, I can't believe these people are saying these things. Please don't. And they them. also, they're also like, I feel sad for them. Like yeah. and these are things they said, I feel sad that that is all they think about. And yeah. that is how they view the world when there's so much more going on. And that is what they focus on. It is a really small world. So let's get out of it because there's a whole big beautiful world out there and that's like I'm just so grateful for my weight gain for that period and even if my weight didn't come back like if even if my natural weight was that weight gain you know and it didn't come back down I again you wouldn't pay me to go back to restriction I would just be like holy there's a whole other world out here (laughs) uh you know our clients they come to see this (laughs) Yeah. as they go and through we, the journey and so we wanted to paint this picture we want we always love using analogies and vi- yeah. to visualize food freedom because it's not like this linear journey of like you start and you have food freedom here's the end like linear no it's it's more of like what climbing a mountain or like a large hill would be like and when you're ascending up that hill at the beginning part of your journey where you're learning all the things and reprogramming the brain and unlearn unlearning all the things, reprogramming and then learning the new tools. And that that is where that weight gain can happen. If you are so, if you let that fear and that weight gain take over you, you may never move up the hill. You may never get, or it can take you, it could be a mountain, a really big mountain, like we are saying, to the top, the top where where you, the skills are learned and they're integrated and your relationship with food is transforming and the overeating stops and the false hunger is identified and nipped in the bud and the emotional eating stops and you feel 100% in control around all foods and food doesn't call your name from the kitchen anymore and all of the beautiful things that happen with food freedom stops and then you start to go down the hill to the beautiful life of food freedom, you may never get there because you let the fear of weight gain stop you or slow you down or make that ascension up the hill feel impossible, feel scary, feel not doable. And so you have, like, if you can push through it and just keep trekking as best as you can, you're going to reach that top. And the journey the rest of the way is going to be so beautiful. And you're going to be so thankful that you just let it happen. And another thing I wanted to say was when we talk about this weight gain, I know we don't love putting numbers to things. Again, we don't ask clients anything about their weight gain, but they talk about their fears and what they're experiencing with us. And when we imagine this weight gain at the beginning, I think sometimes if we've been a yo-yo dieter, we think it's going to be this gigantic number. And it's not. Again, Mm -hmm. if you're in our world and you're using our tools and you have us under your belt, 
it's usually like one pant size. Like they buy, they maybe have to get some new clothes for part of the journey. Like it's not like this uncontrollable thing that happens. That might be what you're experiencing if you're doing it solo because you haven't addressed all those deep down drivers of eating and hunger and the programming, but it's not this like big gigantic thing that it might feel like it's going to be and it's not never ending. Mm -hmm. I feel like this just needs to be said over and over again. Think about it this way. As you're learning intuitive eating, you're finally giving yourself permission around food, but because you have these drivers that are giving you false eating cues, you're going to overeat. That's why you need a bigger pan size. And as you heal your relationship with food, those drivers go away. And any weight gain that was related to overeating goes away. And even our client right now who started with us, I think in Easter, the pants that she bought that she had to buy because she had overeating drivers as she was leaning in. Oh man, did she lean in? <laughs> like love her yes. so much. She embraced that new pant size. And she was just saying to us last call, those pants that she had bought that were bigger at the beginning of her journey are now feeling loose. And again, we don't ask these things. They just tell us because it's freaking exciting. Like they are doing, that's why I get so passionate about my journey too. Like never, ever did I ever think I could be the kind of person who could just eat whatever the heck I want and be my healthiest self. So yes, I was afraid to go up that <laughs> really scary, tall mountain. And it I didn't know how I was going to get down. I always think of my... <laughs> trip up Whistler with my friends because I'm not a skier yeah. and I was just like screw it they're going I'm going to do it too <laughs> I don't ski so I didn't know how I was going to get down and it was really cold I just like I don't like anything about skiing you guys <laughs> it sucked going up I had all these fears of like what if what if oh my gosh imagine if I was actually climbing and that would be a million times worse but then when I got up there and I've seen Rockies and mountains, all beautiful. kinds of things. But like Whistler was a whole other situation. Like I've yeah. never seen a, a world like that. To see the world in that way. I was so thankful that I just said, yes, let's just do it. And then I pizzaed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it took like an hour. My my legs were on fire, Whatever. but I will never be the same because I saw that. That's what living, being a human is about, is like listening to our intuition and going through these feelings, gaining these experiences so we can become who we're really meant to be. Exactly. And you're not meant to be someone that feels they have to shrink themselves. No. All the time. You know? I was not being who I was meant to be. It's It stopped my evolution. I was so, un this is a whole other, other podcast. I was so unhappy. I had the ideal weight, ideal, quote unquote, and I was so deeply unfulfilled because it was really halting my progress evolution of as a human. Stepping into your true self, if you're only basing yourself on external values. I had no idea. Yeah. So that, thanks. Thank you to my waking because I am now finally who I'm meant to be. Yeah. Changes happen on all of the realms, mentally, physically, spiritually, when you go through an intuitive eating journey. And like our clients can attest to this. They're like, wow, I didn't know. I finally feel like myself again. I haven't felt like this 
spark inside since I was little. Actually, I actually have a quote. I have a quote that I wrote down from one of our clients off a coaching call, I think a couple of weeks ago. I feel more like myself now because I actually listen to myself. What a premise. I, yeah. This is so it. Listen to yourself, listen to yourself, listen to yourself. Give yourself permission to all those whispers that seem too much to ask, too indulgent, too selfish. Every one of those whispers is going to guide you to the next step. I feel like myself because I listen to myself. Oh my gosh, that's so simple, but this is what we need to be told. Yes. So I hope you found that helpful. Hope you... Hope we eased your mind on what your food freedom journey could be like. And if you are someone who's experiencing that uncomfortableness and you don't want to experience it anymore, we are here for you. Reach out. We can support you in your food freedom journey to get you there faster, get you to that peak of that hill faster so you can pizza all the way down and enjoy the beautiful scenery. We are here for you. (laughs) It truly is pizza the whole way down. Yeah. I love it. Okay, great. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.